Welcome to the South Road Boys. <laughs> I'm Joe. I'm Troy. You've got me worried, mate. Really Do you know worried. what? No clap. No clap. Oh, you haven't done the clap. <laughs> I haven't done the clap. Why haven't you done the clap? Because I found it a better way to do it. Well, the clap way was shit. Well, for you it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we explain the clap to the roadies? Uh, because at the moment, they're we- probably thinking that we've got a disease. <laughs> She's got the clap. She's got the clap, clap. What was that? ACDC? Uh, She's I, got the clap? I don't know, actually. Maybe it's I just, think it might I be off the... I don't think you that one very well. I don't know. 1973 Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, I think, is what that was. She I was never clap. actually a huge Akadaka fan, and still aren't. That's a little bit un-Australian. Oh, okay. um, like, I know if an Akadaka song comes on, I know virtually every word to all the major songs. But Unless, never, of course, I'm singing it. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're the exception to the Akadaka rule. But I've never yes. actually purchased an ACDC song or album in my lifetime. That's not true. Liar. Pants on fire. No. Fucking, you had a, what, 1975 HQ Holden. Yeah. Three speed, no synchro. Three on you the put tree, in, mother liquor. Three, mother liquor. <laughs> you put in a, in 19, fuck, here we go. Oh, you, in 19. Let's just tell everyone how 90, old we are. <laughs> 1991 or 92, you bought that car. Yeah, and you put there. in a, and you put in a pioneer stereo system. Look at you go. And the first song that we listened to in your driveway at volume was Thunderstruck. Oh, shit, you might be right. Um, actually, because I've <laughs> got that's, a feeling... And that's, and, that's, and that's a little bit ACD. It is, and I know why now, because I remember that stereo that I got uh, was actually a tape deck stereo. Yes. And I had the cast single <laughs> of Thunderstruck. So that's is it. That, it? That, that was it. <laughs> so that is the only time I've ever purchased an ACDC track and or album. So look... There you go. I was a uh, an unwary liar. Hmm. Isn't it stupid how that's the song that I associate I with that I find car? it amazing that you can remember that. Not only that, you remember the brand of the fucking stereo. What are you, some well, kind of a was... life stalker? <laughs> <laughs> no, because that was it. It was it was either JBL or or Pioneer. Yeah, it was and... Pioneer. Hmm. No, but well, I mean, back back in the day, oh, they were the brands. brands you had, yeah. That you were going to buy, and I, because I think I got the JBL speakers, and I had the Pioneer headset or head unit, and you had both. You had the Pioneer speakers with the Pioneer head unit, and I think then when I updated later on, when I really started to go crazy, uh, it was an Al, it was an Alpine deck that I had CD player. Yeah. Exactly, um, but we didn't have the budget for it back then. No, because that was when at that stage, then the stereo. <laughs> Equipment That's in the Kmart car, money. It was worth more than the car. Yeah, because I that remember was Kmart actually. Money. No, I actually got a, a loan or whatever for the freaking stereo back then. <laughs> I got it through Northwest Hi-Fi in Burnie. Yeah, it was Northwest Hi-Fi. It was called, and um, yeah, it was worth more than the car because you had the because the decks were like about eight nine hundred bucks back then for a CD deck for your yeah. car. Um, by the it time you had that tape, 
No, but what I got the Alpine was a CD. That was yeah, a step the, up. I think the the Pioneer was a tape. tape yeah, or well, we didn't really CD was a wasn't really a, a major thing then. It was still coming, like it was starting to go, but it hadn't taken over from tapes. And all we had was <laughs> shit tons of tapes, so it was fine. <laughs> but I remember I had the um yeah the the Alpine CD player, which cost a shit ton. Um, yeah. Had the satellite speakers in the front, so the main woofers down below, and then the tweeters up the top. Yes, uh, yes. The big would have been what nine inch would have been sixes, would it? In the back, uh, in the back pass in the parcel shelf, you would have had the six fours. Okay, and then and a nine inch subby, nine inch subby in the back, and also the um, the amplifier, amplifier underneath the, seat. the under the driver's seat. Yeah, <laughs> um, I tell you what, though, it had some kick. Yes. <laughs> I did. <laughs> And I transferred all that also um, into the laser afterwards. Oh, the laser. Mm. Larry. Yep. Actually, sorry, just, it's not it the was... laser. Go back one. I transferred it initially into the Cordia. Oh. Because the Cordia was what I got next. Yes. Which, that's the one that I wrote off. Um, yes. 6.1 kilometers plus lie when he stationed in the Great Highlands of Tasmania. Good times. Yeah, reverse <laughs> parking into a snow ditch at 80 kilometers an hour around the corner. Not the way you do it, children. <laughs> it's it's not. No. It's not it's not gonna see you be hired at Dreamworld as part of their fancy driving team. It is not going to be that, but I'll tell you what, it's still better skills than you in a golf cart trying to run down Disney. That is, <laughs> Disney Disney Disneyland. For those who haven't oh, heard that one, on. um just go back, what, two episodes? Disney on ice. Go check Disney that out. Disney on ice. Bit of fun. Oh dear. <laughs> Yes. Now I I don't think either of us have got a I've written off I've written off a couple of cars and had a couple of accidents. Yeah, I think most people have. Like it's like that little bit of right to life that it's going to happen some stage. You just hope yeah, it's not a bad you, one. <laughs> did you ever have uh, an accident in Macca's drive thru? <laughs> uh, no. No, I haven't I done did. that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Macca's drive thru, which one? Devonport, Bernie? No, Bernie. Bernie, nice. <laughs> so, the person, <laughs> so I'd just paid my money um, and the car in front was obviously collecting their order. And this was uh, 92, 93. So same sort of era. Yeah. And this was my was purple 1970. Yes, the purple 1972 LJ Tirana. Oh, white car. roof, white vinyl interior with a baby seat in the back yeah. for young Stephanie. There was nothing um, sexy about this car. No, but, oh, it was a lot of fun, and it went. I that was didn't the thing. It, it, was ever. Such, it was a small car, but it had a big six-cylinder engine in it. So, um, and for those petrol heads, yes, it was was the red engine or the red motor, I think. Mm. Um, anyway, so the person in front had pay for their order, and they'd moved forward to collect their order. I would paid, and then had moved forward behind them. I had the stereo cranked. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, because that's. That's what the McDonald's workers all love is a bit of, you know, Rick Ashley at 110 oh, dB. Oh, Rick never would have been great back then. Are, never going to let you down. Rick Roll. Rick, Rick Roll. <laughs> I, was Rick rolling. <laughs> I was Rick Rolling before it was cool. <laughs> um, and look, my side of the story is that I saw their taillights go off and that they moved, which is possible. And then they needed to pick some. Then they'd forgotten something. And they stopped. Unfortunately, I gave it a squirt and ran up the back of them. (laughs) (laughs) 
didn't do any real damage. There was a small little ding, but um, I mean, not on not on my Wouldn't car. Have had Rana. Was, mm. No, because that was the mate. The seventies was all steel. Yeah, but yeah, you could actually run the runner into the rock. And if you smell, <laughs> wouldn't hurt. Like it. Wouldn't rock. hurt either. <laughs> no, it wouldn't Both hurt just either. Bounce off and say, "What's that?" <laughs> I I would uh, I would um I think I would rather run the Tirana into the piece of granite rock as opposed to Dwayne the Rock <laughs> because the other one's not going to turn around and fuck you up afterwards. <laughs> Look, I'd like to think that really Dwayne Johnson would actually. Be very apologetic and want to make sure you're okay. I'd like to think that's the kind of man he is today. Before he before he pulled you out of the car and snapped you in twain. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to make sure you were completely healthy before he killed you. Uh, well, you know, at least he's a nice guy while he's doing the death. Well, he wouldn't want to hurt an invalid. <laughs> oh, that's that's my theory anyway. <laughs> now, what did you get up to on the weekend? Well, well, strangely enough, before we get there, we should go back to the, while we haven't started talking about this, the clap. we've done what we always do we go off an extreme tangent after tangent after tangent and then we've got to go back and talk about what we actually started the conversation on most of the time though we forget what the conversation was and then when we listen Mm. back to it a few days later it's like we started talking about this but we didn't actually finish it (laughs) so So I got onto that because I mentioned ACDC's the song she's got the clap clap okay good Mm. excellent (laughs) So, <laughs> that just shows to the roadies how we can end up from one topic and go way far away to another. And for that, we apologise. Yeah. Um, so, so for so those jam. who have no idea and haven't heard any of our podcasts before, uh, Troy sits in sunny Tasmania, um, and <laughs> sunny I sit in, and I sit in the far north of Melbourne, um, and we have this conversation over the Skype. But what we've found is we did used to use third party software to be able to record the audio and hence the reason why we have the missing tapes. Because mm, the infamous <laughs> missing tapes. Missing tapes. Whoa. Because the, <laughs> because that's, the sound that's, quality. That's, so that's my like 1950s spooky music. Yeah. <laughs> Just sounds like a bad Justin Timberlake song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it's a bit of a uh, bit of a negative Throwback to JT. I don't okay, think you'd appreciate I saying, that. I was saying it was a bad one. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. So, anyway. Yeah, sorry, Justin. Um, if I realised he was going to say that, I wouldn't have let him. Hope you're still listening. No. And you do have a sexy back. So- oh, spanks. <laughs> JT. Ah. Um, <laughs> fuck it. Uh, so, where was I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, so we have missing tapes, and the reason being is because the audio quality through that third-party software that we had was a bit hit and miss. And so those people who have listened to, it, yeah, so those people who have listened to episode three and have gone, "Oh, this is fucked," most of those probably haven't continued listening because of the audio. So we might even end up taking that down because <laughs> um, I've seen the amount of people who listen to episode three and don't go any further mm. is double. Um, hadn't thought anyway, about it. It's so, probably worth listening and, and looking back on it and thinking, I wonder. I wonder. And so we decided to record locally. Troy records on his computer. I record on my computer. He sends me the files and then I do the edit mix. Now, whilst we're on Skype, Troy and I are on 
different types of internet service. And I have found that um, I needed a way to sync the tracks up. And the way they do it in the movies is they have a clapperboard, so it goes snap or whatever. And so that's what effectively what we're doing. But we don't have a clapperboard, so we actually just clap. We have and hands. It goes, <laughs> it goes. It goes one, two, three. <laughs> and he didn't do it. That was the opportunity. I even counted him in, and he fucking didn't do it. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> well, you said we weren't doing the clap, so fuck you. <laughs> Anyway, at that point in time, Troy would clap. And then when I get both audio tracks, I find that as the single point to be able to line them up. But I've come up with a different way. Cool. Which is actually a bit more effective than the clap because the clap doesn't take into account the delay that we get due to our ISPs. Which means it's actually not close at all. (laughs) Well, the clap is lined up, but then the audio is not because there's a delay, delay, delay. Delay, delay. Wow, that was an incredible <laughs> special effect. Wow. Thank you very much. Yeah. Didn't even have to do that in post. Incredible. <laughs> Just blown away by that. Yeah. That's our big bunch of <laughs> effects, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <sighs> and, and so that's how the sausage is made, people. That's how the, we've drawn back the curtain. And hence the reason why Troy was a little bit flummoxed when we started the show because... We hadn't clapped, and it just didn't feel right. No. <laughs> there you go. There you so, go. Anyway, but look, we're getting back on track, so it's okay. We are, we are professionals. Now, question. It's, it's all good. Mm-hmm. What did you do on the weekend? On the weekend. Uh, you may have seen on a uh, little facey. On, on the that. book stuff? I don't know if you heard about it on Facebook. It's a little program that Mark Zuckerberg, a.k.a. Zucky, came Zucky. up with that a few of us use. So, you know, if mm-hmm. people aren't on Facebook, um, check it out. It's, I think it's going to be big. So, okay. try that out. Oh, cool. um, right, but, uh, yeah, now I went down to uh, the uh, the middle of Taz, to Launceston. Oh. I went and seen uh, the rocker Ian Moss. Mossy Tucker's daughter. Yep. So, um, ex-Cold Chisel, one of Australia's mm-hmm. greatest, most successful bands, and certainly most well, one of the most well-known bands. In the country, still to this day, um, and had, had, other than other than the band that Troy owns no albums for, ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're okay. They're okay. Yeah. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, so he had a bit of a he's had a bit of a decent solo stint, but has never been a phenomenal, successful solo artist. But I tell you what, yeah, that man's voice I think is better now than what it was back in his heyday. His voice oh, is really? sublime. It's so good, man. I was really surprised. Um, I knew the guy would be able to play guitar because he's a phenomenal mm. guitarist. And you can tell as someone who's gone solo who was a lead guitarist in a band. I mean, he always did a bit of singing, but he was never the lead. But you can mm. see someone who's gone solo who was a guitarist because there's so much guitar work in every song. And that's yeah, just yeah, cool yeah. to watch. I mean, that that's old-fashioned rock and roll, just kicking it back and just... Grabbing that fender and going with it. It's just it was very, very cool. Liked it. And did he did he do any of the old chisel stuff? Yeah, no, he did, a, all... he did a few chisels. Um not a lot of the the big ones. Because actually you're not gonna go on didn't do Saturday night. Uh did Bow River. Okay. Bow River was the the last yes. song of the night because that's the main one in chisel that he's known for. Yes. Um but there was a few kind of unusual ones. Mainly because I guess you don't want to pick a chisel song that Barnsey sung the whole thing. And then remake no. it on his own. That's not going to work. Uh, did a song no. called Janelle, which is off, I think it was off the East album. 
Um, mm. And that was, I think, for me, nearly the track of the night. It was just fantastic. It was a good night. Oh, excellent. Oh, so, I mean, as you oh, know, me, man, I love live music. Jazz and I often go mm. and see live bands and live gigs and anyone from someone small locally to, you know, the big guys at your stadiums in Melbourne. So it was a really cool kick-ass night. And did you enjoy uh, over the weekend the extra couple of minutes of daylight? Because we've got longer days now, haven't we? We do. We're, We're past, past the winter solstice. Yeah. Which um is interesting too because in Tassie, uh, on the morning or the day of that, yes, in, as part of Dark Mofo in Hobart, they yes. go and all jump in the water nude. Big nudie dance. Big nudie in the, dance. Yeah, I... But there's the hundreds darkest. and hundreds of people that do it. It's crazy. So oh. they all get their gear off. They run and jump in the Derwent River. Um, yes. And it's freaking freezing. Um, oh, it would be like- And as soon I as mean, they jump Hob- in- Hobart, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're back out again. No mucking around. Yeah. You'd, and you'd want to have a heated blanket waiting for you. Uh, but you don't. You've got a towel. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'd be a bit more prepared than that if I was honest. Oh, it's just, I remember uh, uh, one of my clients who work, Roz, who lives in Penguin, um, she did it a couple of years ago. She reckon it was one of the most fun, exhilarating things she's ever done, like just crazy. Um, I remember her saying that there's always that one person that has a bit of fun. Like everyone's there with their their towels ready to go and there's all different body shapes. Like this isn't a fitness parade. This is ordinary people um, of all different ages too. So it doesn't matter. And... um, Said so they're all kind of waiting to go, and suddenly this dude's kind of ripped the towel off, grabbed the cock, and started spinning it and going, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Which she said was actually pretty funny. But there's always that one person, you know, that's just of going. course. But, um, so they did the, like, and, they all, got- and, all, and all, and all the crowd heard from the background was, Oh, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away, mum. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they basically, I think they all go out there and kind of put the towels around and, when they're about to go, I think they, I won't say blow a horn, because that sounds like it's inappropriate. <laughs> there would be some kind of signal. Yes. In which they all then jog down or walk down into the water, and they jump in, go, oh, fuck, it's cold. And then they jump out, and they're all kind of dancing around it. And by that stage, no one gives a shit if you're naked, because everyone's so worried about the fact they can't find their junk. Um, yes. That it's just, they just want their towel and they want to get warm. But you said a few people did make the mistake, though, of going in and going right under head and all. Oh. And they said it was like instant migraine because it was yeah, just yeah, yeah. like ice cream headache times 100. Um, yeah. Apparently, those people, a uh, bit of a rookie error. They didn't like that too much, they reckon. Rookie mistake. <laughs> but, um, but she reckoned it was think- amazing, like just for something so random and so fun. And no one, there was no one looking around to see, you know, whether anyone had a bit of form or anything, it was all just a fun morning. Everyone's there for the same reason. They go and they get freezing, and they just laugh about afterwards how crazy it all is. Like, good on them. And do you, and do you think if they ever like because I know that they do get a few hundred people, and I think that that number gets bigger and bigger Does, every year. Yeah. Now I think I think Ireland at the moment has got the Guinness World Record for the biggest skinny dip. Oh, really? I think so, and I don't know why I know that, but I just Ireland, think I do. That wouldn't be a real warm place. Ireland, oh no, diddly dee potatoes, oh Seamus, where did your penis go? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I think though that if if Dark Mofo, which is uh, the festival, I think it goes for about three weeks. Yeah, in Tassie, um, in or around the dead of winter, so the around the winter solstice, so lots of bands, lots of. Uh, stand-up comedy, 
all the arts lots, are celebrated. Lots of arty, farty stuff, weird shit. It's pretty. Awesome. I think it's yeah. So if you want to see some Tasmanian art or some you know people who are just expressing themselves through whatever medium, head down to Tassie during the the winter solstice and you'll cop an eyeful of nudie people, um, but also get to see <laughs> some of some amazing talented people. Yeah. And, um, and there are some weird things, and they showcased. love pushing the boundaries too. Because the whole idea about this festival also is to get noticed, to get in the media. So the mm. following year, it's bigger again. Like I know there was of a course. huge uproar this year because there was a heap of um, reversed red crosses that were put up, mm. and I know there was a uh, either one or a group, one of the churches or a group of churches down Hobart when you, that were against. When you it. say re- when you say reversed, you mean inverted? Inverted, yes. Yeah. Right. So yes. Um, they basically took offence to that and reckon you can't do this. It's not right. You shouldn't be doing it. Of which everyone said, "Well, well hang on." Can I just put a put a pin in that? Yo. Fucking one of the well, one of the apostles, one of the apostles who was also crucified. Look, if you read the Bible, and if you don't, then you don't. But I one actually of the know apostles, what you're going to say. I found yeah. this out. Yeah, so one of the apostles actually was going to be crucified and didn't believe he was worthy of the same death as his Lord and Savior or our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So he had his crucifix inverted, and so was he. So he was crucified upside down. As a homage, yeah. so, as a, so it's as, actually it's there. It's it's a thing. It ha- Well, if you believe in the Bible, it happened. Um. So, but but they got well, into no, an, they got into an uproar over it. So, yes. but you know what it did though? It created a lot of media, mm. and that's a lot of the time why artists, especially, do things that cross that boundary a little bit because they want to be noticed. They want to stand out. They want people to look at me and say, "I've done something different." Um. There was mm. a guy that got buried under the road. Did you hear about that one? One of the, one of the no. main streets in Hobart. Um, I'm talking a um, a hot melt asphalt road. Yes. They dug up a section, and they yes. basically put in a small room under the road. Yes, and then they put the guy in. They buried him in it for yes. three days. They asphalted over the top, so cars would have been driving over the top of him. Yes, three days later, they dig him up, get him out again. So he was in a hole for three days. Yep. That's art. <laughs> there's fucking... There's people in Guantanamo Bay who've been in a hole for six years. They don't call that <laughs> he's art. He's not doing... He's not... It's not fucking art. He's not getting... He's not winning any prizes. i tell you what, the you comments know? about this guy, about how, how it was a ridiculous waste of time. Like, why are you doing this? It was so funny, just reading the comments. Was his name Daryl? I don't know what his name was. Because he dug a hole. Because he dug a hole. <laughs> um, oh, no, Daryl was the dead. What was, was his it, name? Uh, was it Dave? No. I don't no, know. Daryl was the anyway, dead. Anyway. The movie The Castle. was where we're The movie The Castle, the reference. I data dug a hole. Um, <laughs> but look, at, at the mean, end of the day, what it does, it's it's put Tassie on the map, especially Hobart. Um, they, <laughs> map of Tassie. They get, <laughs> they get <laughs> shit tons of people there. Um, well, there's people that actually know about Tasmania just because of Dart Mofo. They get so many people in yeah. the state. Um, so, look, at the end of the day, it's different. Just embrace it and run with it. It's three weeks, ladies and gentlemen. And I think as well is because some of the ethos of the people who believe in uh, the spiritual side or the the pagan 
style religions around the winter solstice, so your Wiccans and, and all that kind of stuff, um, are also attracted there because of different festivals that happen around the time yeah. that are, are, are slanted towards that, I suppose, faith or spirituality or belief. Um, I don't know the real word or the actual word that they use to identify as. <laughs> so, <laughs> But it has a kind of, um, I suppose, dark arts kind of feel about it. Um, yes. You know, it's just, yeah, it's cool. It's something different. Now, speaking of the winter solstice. Oh, yes. I think what it's going to be it? something that's brought. <laughs> well, I think it's going to be. No, it's not that. Oh, okay. it, I wish it was. It was it's not, though. Um, 21st was the winter solstice. I think it's something that's going to be brought up in Canada at FEC 2018. <laughs> Because really? tell me more. Well, the winter and summer solstice is something that the flat earthers have a little bit of trouble explaining <laughs> to people. <laughs> now, apparently, for people who believe in flat the flat earth society, the flat earthers, which we love our flat uh, earthers too, absolutely love the out. feckers. Feck twenty eighteen. If you're not doing anything, get yourself to Canada. And to, look, if um, you're a flat earther. Um, over that way, and you're listening to us now. Please look, give us a t-shirt, give us a cap. We want some fake gear. We want some merch. Give us some I'll merch. Be with a, I'll, I'll be happy with a bumper sticker. The only catch is though, um, most of them won't send it because they don't realize or they don't believe that Australia exists. <laughs> oh no, they believe it exists. It's just that we're on a very far end of the disc. Oh, okay. It's not where we believe it is. It's a bit of trickery. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, shenanigans. Mm-hmm. So, the problem being, right, is that most flat earthers, from my very, very limited research, I have put a South Road Boys time frame into my research, <laughs> which pretty much means a quick duck, duck, go on the toilet this afternoon. Because yep. um, we're big on facts. We, l- we love on our facts. facts here at the South Road Boys. They just don't have to be true. Mm. Um, they do acknowledge the 24 hours worth of light at the North Pole, right? Okay. Which would happen in the summer solstice in the Northern Hemisphere, which is around December time. Oh, no. Now, now, June is the summer solstice. So, in the Northern Hemisphere, they've just had the longest day of the year. And if you live in the Arctic Circle, Iceland, um, uh, Alaska, Northern Russia- all that kind of stuff, you will be having extremely long days. Now, the reason being is because the flat earthers, and this is something I didn't know, apparently, according to them, the sun has about three or four different positions. It doesn't just go around the disc up the top. It spirals slowly outwards and then spirals slowly inwards. And that's why we have the seasons. Okay. Of the summer and the winter. I love it how they've, makes- they've come up with something to back up most of their inaccurate facts. <laughs> well, no, no different. No different, Troy. Doubting Troy. No different <laughs> to the people who believe in the globe yeah, who man. came up with their theory. Yeah, no, they're, you they're, know. they're silly theories. They're serious shenanigans. Yeah. Um, the problem that they have is that they don't speak about... How in the Southern Hemisphere, we also have in the South Pole, in your chilies, 
in Tasmania, you know, 18 hours of light in a day. Because that would mean that the sun is going around the edge of the disc and it just doesn't seem to work out how it could be in all those places at the same time to make it long distance. So I'm I think certain they've come up with a reason to cover that. I, 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 once again, in my extensive research, was was not able to. I did find a forum on the flatearthsociety.org. Um, Bobby uh, asked the question, uh, I'm currently researching a flat earth theorem and have found a problem that makes no sense uh, no sense being. How does summer and winter solstice occur? This just doesn't make sense with the flat earth, so could someone please explain it to me? Till then, I remain a believer in the round earth theorem. <laughs> <laughs> um, luckily, Total Lackey uh, was there to reply and basically said, Hi, please remain a believer in the round earth theorem and exit the board. <laughs> Exit the board. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then uh, ER22 said Lackey's answer is basically, we can't explain it. Go away. He's just too shy to say it. <laughs> Generally, the flat earth crowd accepts a 24-hour daylight in the North Pole, but 24-hour daylight in the South Pole is not something that can be proven. I agree. You can't build a flat earth model that has a 24-hour daylight in the South Pole. On a sphere, however, it does work. Drawing your own conclusions. So there you go. Flat earthers. Um, they get a, the rough end of the <laughs> stick, basically. The the butt of every mm. joke. Speaking of uh, myths. Butts? Of myths. <laughs> oh, yes. Because, look, I consider that to be a bit of a myth. The flat earth. I mean, no, look, well, I, know, it's a I, I know it is a theory. Um, it's a belief. And we are woke and we are accepting of all theories and beliefs. Look, I came across a, uh, a bit of a local myth. Mm. I wouldn't say a belief. I'd say it's a myth. Um, was it Was it the Yeti wearing Nikes? No, no, it wasn't the Yeti <laughs> wearing Nikes. Um, it's actually about Crown Casino. It's over your way in Melbourne land. Oh, yes. Have yes, you heard yes, about yes. the myth? I only found out about this yesterday. Mm. I just came up on, a, on some kind of a social media page or I might have been, I don't know, Googling sex with dead people and suddenly morgue and then for some reason Crown Casino Morgue come up. Um, Fair enough. So, Crown Casino Morgue. Oh, have you, is there have one? You heard about it? Well, they're basically saying that, you know, every day there's so many gamblers that visit Crown Casino in South Bank mm-hmm. in the hopes of winning big. Um, yes. But apparently they're saying that not all these people leave alive. So, the legend is... That the Crown yeah, yes. has been attempting to conceal this high mortality rate for quite a while now. Uh, and they've right. actually built their own morgue in the bowels of the complex to store the bodies. Mm. <laughs> and apparently they've got personnel that are trained to smuggle the bodies off the premises when they die. So it doesn't obviously disrupt everyone else's good time. And and so once it gets off premises, where does that body then go? Well... That's an interesting one, isn't it? Not, not just chucked in the yarrow. No. Is well, it? they're basically saying that apparently there's a high suicide rate. This, this is their biggest thing. So, and it often happens in bathrooms. So, people right. go, um, you know, they're, they're having lose a, everything. They're having a good time. Then they're not. They lose everything. Yes. They suddenly have a, oh my god, what have I? I'm oh a dog. What have I done? Yep. Um, yes. They go to the bathrooms. <laughs> they're there, rocking back nice and catch. forth on the. Uh, 
Porcelain. On the, on the porcelain. I was trying to come up with a, with a nice wording, but the porcelain, yeah. Um, and then they decide to just end it all right there. So we've got a dead body scenario. So <laughs> dethrone themselves. Dethrone. How are they? How are they, how are they? I suppose there'd, there'd be mannerisms in which they could do auto asphyxiation. You know, yeah, the that could work. Stuff like that. Okay. Um, Sorry. You know, I don't know. Maybe you go to the casino. With a knife. With, with something, just in case you have a bad time. I, I don't know. But apparently the Herald Sun newspaper contacted the Crown in 2014. Oh, there you go. This is 2014. Yes. Um, Hard-hitting journalism. And, of which the uh, the <laughs> spokeswoman for Crown apparently yes. emphatically denies, though, that there is a morgue. Yes. Yes. And appeared um, somewhat weirded out that such a creepy story keeps coming back into conversation year after year. And look, all I'm doing now is playing my part by making sure that we're talking about it again. <laughs> um, well, but I mean, isn't that I a weird myth? It's a weird but, one. Okay. But, well, because you know that with the inner workings of a casino, and this would be more prevalent in uh, Las Vegas, but we only have one casino in Melbourne, so it's Crown. Yep. Um, I know, I knew uh, a guy who was a croupier. And so the idea that someone would be that at that point in their life um, would not surprise me. Oh, that's not he a shock would, at all. No, he, he would definitely say he would be there as a croupier and someone would come in and say, this is this week's rent on black. Yep. And the only thing he was allowed to say is, are you sure you want to place that bet? Mm. And if their answer was yes- that's where his obligation yep. stopped. And that's fine. It's not up so to that someone person to, to suddenly be a mentor for someone's life. No. He was never allowed to proactively say, have you had enough? But if someone passed a comment like, this is the food budget, this is the mortgage, I've got nothing left after this, he, would, he, he was able to say under the terms of his employment, are you sure you want to place yep. that bet? Just to throw that little moment of doubt in. And he said, never did someone turn around and go, actually, no, I don't. Hmm. They all went, yeah, I do. I've got to make this money. So that doesn't surprise me. I did a contract where I was working for Victoria Police. And I do know that inside Crown Casino- so, Sorry, just they- pause there. Um, are you saying, Jay Mather, <laughs> yes. that you're an undercover ringer infiltrating no, the criminal no. minds of the criminal- Embowments of Victoria. I, I could say that sounds hot. Once again, it actually sounds it, hot. It, it, it makes it, it makes me want to do dirty things to you. <laughs> oh, then I can call myself Shaft. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so, oh, there's uh, no. more lines here, and I'm just leaving that well alone. Just, just, no, <laughs> so I look as cool as it does sound. No, I was part of a company that changed over computers and. That worked on behalf of IBM. IBM got the contract to change over the computers for Victoria Police. Right. Because they needed new computers. First bit sounds We were the company better. that did Way it. better. The first one sounds better. So as I was doing my undercover work, <clears throat> um, I one of the places that we had to go to was the, the very small, and it's called a station because it has its own code within the Vic Police network, or it did when oh, I okay. was there. Okay, I certainly mean, yep. Um, and they have, it's a, just a fancy room with two containment places. 
um, for people who are caught at Crown Casino. Yep. Because believe it or not, with the shit ton of money that's there, people who have nefarious intentions also frequent that establishment. <laughs> and they might be there to try and garnish some income that perhaps they weren't entitled to. Garnish. That's a garnish <laughs> some income. So like that, that could be either from the punters or directly from the, the crown itself, um, pickpockets, all those kind of stuff. So they had, when those people were apprehended by security, security took them to this particular um, Vic Police, I suppose, post, um, where they were processed and then taken over to a, a, an actual police station. So it would not surprise me... Um, I mean, that, the Crown Casino has a full galley kitchen, has a full working police station. It would have a very large, I would imagine, first aid facility. Oh, no doubt about that. And maybe that's what people are getting confused with. I would... And because by law, they'd have to call an ambulance. I, I just like, love the fact that, like, uh, the imagery in my mind, like, I go all secret squirrel stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know, in every cubicle and every toilet, there's a hidden door behind the porcelain. So in case someone dies, they can just grab oh. them and take them back through the wall, and then put it up, and they just flick the the uh, engaged over, and bang, no one's yes. the wiser. Unless you've gone in to the toilet with your mate Gary, Gary. and suddenly you know Gary went in that cubicle. So you're you're there having a bit of a slash over in the other porcelain on the wall. Yes, um, Gary's in there. You turn around, and suddenly Gary's not there anymore. It's like a a voodoo magic trick. It's up. <laughs> where's Gary? I better still. Maybe we where's went Gary? in with Wally. And then it'd be, where's yes. Wally? <laughs> um, yes. And then suddenly Wally randomly um, ends up outside the complex somewhere, um, done himself a nasty. Yes. And you're like, well, that was weird. How did he do that? Maybe that's where the myth again? come from. I don't know. But, <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just found that intriguing. I, I love those kind of little stories. I love the fact that that's come from somewhere. And fuck it, yeah, move on. <laughs> so, for those who don't know, we just had a technical glitch and oh, I'm going to try and edit it. Anyway. Yeah, it's so good. So, look, um, one thing I have got for this week yes. um, is, a, is a little, and it can be a quick version because we're really trying hard at the moment to stay under an hour. This is our, our mythology. Mythology. It's not mythology. It's not the right word. Um, we, we just want to fucking do it under e- an hour. Ethos. Ethos, ethos of work. Work practice. Work practice. Our commitment. Occupa- occupational health and safety standards. Our, <laughs> our, our commitment to the to the listenership. Yeah. Look, so um, basically I do have I a do five things that ship me. Oh, hello. Oh, bring which, it on. Which, which I like five things that ship me because we get to argue and discuss. <laughs> well, That's really yeah. good. Yeah, well, here's the music. One, two, three, four, five things that ship me. Right So, basically, I had a couple of things that have shipped me lately. Yes. So, I thought, I need to make up a five things that shipped me. Oh. Um, I, I'm going to start off with the one that everyone knows. Yes. Everyone hates. Yes. And unfortunately, some people are part of. Oh. There are two types of people in the world. Yes. Gingers are not. Yep. <laughs> Men and women. <laughs> that too. <laughs> These are. People who drive 10 kilometres under the speed limit yes. and then speed up at double lanes. 
Yes. And people who don't. <laughs> or, or as we call them, fucktards and not. Oh, happened on the weekend again, so I don't understand why. I mean, I've got no problem with a car driving under the speed limit in single lanes. It's fine. If that's your confident speed, yep. that's why you feel as though you are a competent and safe driver, Yes. then fine. I've got no problem with it at all. If, you're a cons- if you drive consistently that speed, yes. I can handle it. Probably yep. 20 years ago, like 25-year-old Troy, would have been a bit pissed off and a bit shitty, but 45-year-old Troy... Guys, you know what? Um, That's where you're happy. Just don't fucking speed up when you hit the doubles. But yeah, you hit the doubles and you do a 90 before that and fuck me, you've got to go 120 to get past them because they speed up. Now, it frustrates me so much. And it's not just old people because people are going, oh yeah, old drivers. It's actually not. It's it covers it spans everyone. It shits me to tears. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it just does. It's just why? Why do you do it? Um, do you think it's not because once they hit the double lanes, they can? There's a bit more room. They feel a bit well, more confident. They speed I have up a heard little bit. This before that's a, they feel more confident, and suddenly because there's more room, they're not as worried. Yes. So they do feel more confident, and that's fine. Well, it's but obviously look, not. <laughs> If you cannot look in your review mirror and see that you've got a string of a dozen cars behind you, yes, at least then, if you're going to drive at a lower pace, have the audacity, uh, <laughs> just because we use plug. that program, that's a little plug there, audacity, yeah. if you want to give us a bit of an ad, spend some money with South Road Boys, see what they it did won't. there. They won't because we didn't pay anything for it's their a free program. <laughs> <laughs> um, look... Um, just have the, the sensibility then. Yes. The respect to everyone else. Courtesy. Um, to just let people go by. Just, yep. just stop it. Just fucking stop fucking it. Fucking stop it. <laughs> so that's an obvious one. Look, most people will agree with me on that. It's such a frustrating thing. Mm. I, so. I, I get it. I just, I have zero way that I can, I, I can, you can't I, argue that one, can you? No, I can't because I find it frustrating as well. And I find it frustrating exactly the same way as you do when you speed up to make it when you're in a, a an area where overtaking is allowed, that you speed up to a point where the person overtaking knows that when you pass that zone, you're going to drop below the speed limit significantly. Yeah. And um, you know that's going to happen. Yeah. And so that you're then at a point where you have to go to a speed that is perhaps outside of what you should be doing, just so that, yeah, I don't know. Once again, we need those remote immobilizers <laughs> so we can just yeah make it's, someone it's, pull over. Yeah, it just annoys me yeah. so, so much. So anyway, look, that, that's an easy one. Yes, um, low-hanging fruit. It is. Um, here we go. Uh, text messaging. How can you? How can that? No, 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 no. There's more to it. I'm a big fan. Big fan of text messages. Yes. Um, especially great when you don't have a conversation with someone. You just need to get something across. or just touch base. Yes. Um, or just send some information through. Text messaging is great. And I don't know if you remember, but a lot of people nowadays will not realise how text messaging was so difficult and so hard when it first started. Oh, when you had we didn't have a whole keyboard. Yeah, we had the numbers. So if you want to get the letter D, you had to press number one. Four Two. times to get to D. No, it you was had just... to press. You had to press number three, number one? four, t- three times, once, because it went A B C D E F H I J K L M. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you're N-N-O, right. N N O. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. P Q R 
ST, yeah. So, sorry. <laughs> but it was difficult. It was yeah, freaking it, difficult. Because if you went past it, you had to keep clicking then to get back to the letter again. And the it problem took a being, long time for a text message. Well, yeah, but the thing is, if you went past it, you then went into the uppercase you of did the too. same letter range. Yeah. So, you just, had to go through crap. the uppercase version and then back, yes. Yeah. So, what I've got to now, though, is text messaging now. That's the history of text messaging. Yes. In 37 seconds. Thanks to the South <laughs> Road boys. Welcome. Um, but now, people... Yes. Right? This is a, a shit-me moment right now. <laughs> Ready yourself for this. People yes. who can't just put everything in one fucking message. People that have to send five or six different messages that are about one line long. <laughs> People, just put it in the one fucking message. Collect your thoughts I do, I don't before need you half a dozen. I don't need to fucking have my phone go off every 27 seconds because you're sending me another line of the message. Just fucking hold back. Think about it. Send it all in one fucking message. What the... Why? Why would you fucking do that? I realise now that it doesn't cost you anymore because most of us have unlimited messaging. But I wish it would go back to the point where it would cost us like 40, 50 cents a message because it would probably stop you fucktards sending five fucking messages in two minutes and making my phone go fucking bunto orgasmically crazy. Fucking stop it. So, uh, this is just gold. So, roadies, on Sunday, the, oh, sorry, oh, Saturday. Don't tell me I've led into a day again. <laughs> Saturday, the 9th of, of, of June, I receive a text message oh. at one fifty one am Then I find one at one fifty three am one fifty four am one fifty seven am and 2.03am. Now, can all I from just the point same out, person. Can I just point out... <laughs> all from the same person in- who fucking hates one person not being able to put everything in a text message. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Mona. Um, <laughs> in my defence, you little bitch. In my defence, and I'm going to wait for you to get your- compose yourself here. In my defence... Oh, wishy Radies could see what I'm seeing now. He's losing his mind. In my defence, Joseph Allen Mather. I was drunk at the time. (laughs) So that is an acceptable reason. And my wife was pissed. Well, I didn't realise she was drunk as well. (laughs) She was not. But at 2am in the morning, my phone going... And also, also in my defence as well... Yes. I was under the very strong assumption that your phone would not be audible at two in the morning because I was putting it on there so you get it in the morning. Oh, fair so enough. So essentially, it would have become one message. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but you would have read it as one message, though. It would have oh, been one consistent message. No, I message. knew that you'd sent them separately. I knew that what I don't know. I realise you would have <laughs> known that, but you would have read it yes. as one complete piece. Uh, that is true. So it would have been okay. But when so, someone else... <laughs> When someone else does it to you, they're doing the exact same thing. I've thought of something. Oh, no, I've thought of something more. Oh, no, I've thought of something more. <laughs> they just haven't done what you haven't done as well and collected their thoughts and go, you know what? Let's see if I can fit this all in one. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to assume, though, that these people aren't drunk at 9 o'clock in the morning. Oh, fair so, enough. Yeah. My <laughs> shit me moment still stands, bitch. Fair enough. <laughs> right, moving on to the next one. Yes. <laughs> USBs. Oh, 
Undead so submarine bums. So sick and tired of a USB plug. Mm. You got a 50% chance of getting it right, and I reckon 75% of the time, when you go to push it in, it's the wrong way around. USBs are the most annoying plug ever. Look, at least with a three-pin plug, you can see where you're at. You know how it's got to go. A USB only goes one way. Yeah. And guarantee most of the time when people go to put it in, unless it's one you use all the time, yeah. you put it in upside down. And you have that fucking done it again, and then you got to twist around put it in the right way. I just think there's got to be an easier way. So what you'd like then, perhaps... It, but don't you just give it a quick look at the end and see which is in the open end and which is the not? No, not all the time. I mean, essentially, okay, well, look at it. Um, you've got a USB. You've got to put in the plug behind the television. You can't quite see it properly. Guaranteed every time you get it wrong. Uh, maybe <laughs> not every time. Okay, guarantee every time. Well, one would imagine it'd be 50% based on your number. Well, it's not, though, because for some reason, it's flips. I reckon they're more like 75%. Oh, it's the buttered toast effect. It's, it is. It's like the USB has a house, has a house edge. <laughs> so that house always wins. It's the buttered toast. It's always going to land face down. I did, and I've researched this as well. Um, oh, okay. There are so many people mm. that hate on the USB. Look, it does a great job. <laughs> And are I'm they not all, saying it doesn't. Are they all part of your knitting group as well? They're not back, part of my back knitting at the group. Home where we do our knitting. Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> and those USBs. Oh, Look, you can it. take the piss all you like with mm. your funny voices and all that, but I can guarantee some roadies listening now going, oh, yeah, 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 I know what he's talking about there. I don't like the USBs either. I guarantee that. Yeah, but you do realise the good people at Apple have solved that problem. Why, by not having one? Well, no, they do, but well, they get rid of they get rid of a lot of USBs, but they also create their their connector plug is a bit of both ways. Oh. Well, it is on my and, phone, and is that done just so somehow Apple can make a few extra bucks? Do you think? Oh, they're in it for the money, no question about <laughs> it. There's no question about. It. But you know what? You don't have anyone wiring because they haven't taken the nanosecond to look at which way the USBs going. Oh, it's in. just they're, look, they're a faulty design. Okay. That's just one of those things that we accept because we use them all the time. But and look, USB, you could do better. Shape up. <laughs> well, fuck off. Yeah. Troy wants to go back to floppy disks for storage. There's nothing wrong with the old-fashioned floppy disk on the, uh, was it the BBC computer? Yeah. <laughs> way, way, way back when. Oh, I'm back in March, eh? That would, I mean, that would have been, I'm talking school, so that's what, mid-80s. Yeah, good times. Probably about 84, 85. Floppy yep. disk in the BBC computers. Bang. Jeez, they were tech heavy, weren't they? Yeah. They were amazing. <laughs> right <now>. Number four. <laughs> On the five things that shit me. Yes. Old people. <laughs> and you, you might have seen this. Uh, I put a post up on Facey on the weekend. <laughs> yes. Uneven tables in cafes. <laughs> Fucking shit me. So you, you sit down, table's got a little bit of a wobble, right? It's got a bit of a wobble. And we're talking like a little like like a little round table. Yes. A round table, fits two people normally, nice and cozy. Yes. Good if you've got a you know, on a, a date or a nice coffee with your girlfriend or wife or yes. partner. And um Significant and other. It, yeah, and it and it wobbles. It, it tips back and forth. And number one, it's O C D annoying. Because you know it's happening, so you're wary of it all the time. You can sit yes. your foot on the leg, you can sit your foot wherever to stop it happening, but eventually it's going to come back and bite you. So you get your drinks, you get a coffee, like I get a super smoothie, for instance, uh-huh. whatever else. 
uh, might be juice, yes, whatever. You can guarantee at some stage you're going to move, yes. the table's going to tip a bit, and uh-huh. you're going to spill your frigging drink everywhere. Right. Cafes, fucking wise up to yourself. Because I had to MacGyver the fuck out of that bitch on Sunday. And normally <laughs> I would get the napkin or something or a bit of cardboard, and yes. you kind of get there and, you know, you fold it up the right amount of times. Yes. You lean over, you put it under, and it's not too bad. Yes. On this one, it was a round disc base. Oh, so, so it was a solid round disc base. Didn't have well, self-adjustable feet. No, like most and, of and it do. wasn't like a four legs or a three legs kind of thing. It was uh-huh. a round disc base. So I said, I said, I can do a better job than the napkin here. Mm. I can MacGyver this. <laughs> so I've looked over at the, the table near us, and there were some spare butter knives and forks on there. Yes. I've gone and grabbed a butter knife. I've come down. I've just slid the butter knife underneath. Because yes. the butter knife, as you know, starts off as a very um, fine blade. And yes. goes up to a thicker metal handle, mostly. For sure. Just kept pushing in, nugs in until it's there. Table would not move a millimetre. Even Jazz said that it was better than a bought one. Ah, oh, well then. So, what I did, yes, just to show the good people in this cafe, and I won't mention the cafe, even though it's wonderful. Their food is amazing. We go there every time we go to Launceston. Yes. Um, to show them that this is an issue in their establishment, Yes, but there is a way of fixing it. But I nice. left the butter knife there. Left it there. <laughs> left it so they can walk up and go, oh, fuck, that's a good idea. Yeah, why didn't we think of that? Why didn't we think of that? So, look. Oh, because we ran I, out of I'm, butter knives. <laughs> I'm expecting that uh, next time that I go back there, yes. and I will because I really love this little place, next time we go back, all the tables are going to be even. Yeah, You've got to eat everything with a fork. <laughs> no, no fucking butter knives, though. <laughs> yeah, you got to eat everything, everything with a fork. Yeah. But Do the you- tables will be great. Do you know how old you sound right now? I don't like tech messages. I don't, and those bloody USBs and wobbly tables. <laughs> and next thing you'll be wearing, next thing I'll hear if number five is, and the way they have their pants around their ass, it's just unsightly. I'll tell you what, you need to calm down because I tell you, what, you could become number five the way you go with that, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> number five. Yes. Now, now this is where we get in. Normally, when I do the five things that ship me, mm. um, I'll normally there'll be a couple of silly ones. You know, a couple that are. Yes. Bit please tedious. tell me. Please tell me this is the one that actually shitted you the most. And the um, this, this, well, this is. I've left the best to last. Um, look, the driving was the other main one. <laughs> that shitted me. Um, the USBs it. is just a constant. Look, it's a constant in a lot of people's lives. That that is. <laughs> that's a fact. Okay. The USB wrong way around scenario is a constant in so many people's lives. Um, the uneven tables. I mean, to be honest, that was just a reason to show how cool I am with my MacGyvering. Now, top but tip. But it does ship me. Top tip for you. Oh, oh, top tip. Get a Sharpie. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. On your USB devices, colour in the bit of the sh- on the USB bit that has to go up top. Yeah, it's a great idea. Um so mine's black. <laughs> no, the actual silver bit that goes into the machine. Oh, okay. You're looking at that bit. Well, oh. yeah, that's why I said the silver bit. Fuck yeah. stick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Put a sticker on your black bit. Look, but you see, it's not always the case. Look, I get it with the computer. I know that the black bit goes to the down. But if you're putting it sideways in behind something, you don't know. You've well, got to guess. If you I can't see it properly. I don't think you do. I think you'll find that on, on things that you can't see, I believe that USBs are designed so the bit that is the, the blank, as I would call it, 
is always down or closest to the device. Oh, look, the USB is designed to fuck with people's heads occasionally. That's what it's designed for. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Number five. Yeah. Look, I won't, I won't say number five is you, even though I want to now. <laughs> but I won't. No, seriously. Number five, right? Yes. Uh, about 18 months ago. Yes. There was, no, this, uh, this is actually, this is my serious things of shipping. Okay. Um, there were some penguins that were killed. Um, I think it was around Turner's Beach. We're looking at you, Penny. Of Tassie. So, um, and they caught, there was a couple of guys that actually killed these penguins. They caught them. One of the guys oh, it, was, it yeah, was no, there, it was actually a person. It wasn't just a dog or whatever. There was two guys that actually bashed these penguins. But it was murder. It wasn't an accidental killing. It wasn't an accidental killing. Which is what my mother has done. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a different scenario altogether. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, one of the guys just went through court. I think it was yesterday. Now, are we talking fairy penguins, or is there now yes, politically correct penguins. known little no, penguins? I think there's a few words that are still politically correct. A no, few you can't. Words they're still known as. No, you can't call them fairy penguins anymore. They are I now you still could. officially referred to as little penguins. Okay, well, we'll go little penguins. Mm. Um, I know they do have a couple of other names, but that then would be the main one people know them as. Yeah. Um, so, uh, come out of court. So, there's a. I believe. I believe. I believe in a thing called love. That uh, a person can be convicted or fined in Tasmania for yes. killing protected because the penguins are protected. They are a protected species. Um, yeah, can, you can get fined up to thirty-one grand in Tasmania yes. for killing a protected species. Don't fuck with fisheries. Don't fuck why with fisheries. You don't yep. not fuck with fisheries. Don't do it. And more the point, why would you? Like, I don't understand it. Uh, but anyway, so these two guys, however they found out, they got caught. Uh, this guy's gone through. He's 20. What's his name? Name and shame. Um, name and shame. Yeah, fuck, why not? Right, let's, let's, let's Hang jump on. on the facts. Was he, was we, he, was he convicted? Facts. I'm assuming that as part of yes. the story, he was, yes. he was found guilty as charged. So we're not yes. alleging. This is no longer the alleged or the accused. This is the charged person. Yeah, no, so, no, we're definitely guilty. There's no rose about that. Right. Let's, um, let's just jump on and we'll find out a name. Anything you want to talk about while I'm searching for this? You want to throw yes. a bit Have of I, info in? Well, how about I go uh, with a story about a lady, because I haven't brought up poo for a little while. Lady was driving well, her car. Make it a short story. <laughs> yeah, it is a short story. Uh, in British Columbia, so up in Canada. Um, when she was sprayed with liquid poo, unfortunately, she was sick. Her son was sitting in the car, stopped at uh, a stoplight when feces came pouring through the sunroof. Now there are the rumours of the blue, uh, blue ice, which is obviously liquid waste from airlines, uh, and yeah. and it's always been seen as a bit of a myth because obviously airlines keep all their sewage on board and then they get rid of it when they get to an airport. Um, one of the it's air, a weird segue. <laughs> it is, but I, I found it so funny because everyone was going, it can't happen, can't happen. And then there's the photo of the car. And yes, there is flecks of shit all over it. And she said that some of it went through the sunroof. She had it on her face, down her shirt, oh, over yum. her entire car, and one of it went in her mouth. Oh. <laughs> Oh, so, as soon oh, as the smell, as soon as it hit, the, but the, do you know what else was in her car? 
the vomit because as soon as the smell hit her face, her oh. and her son both spewed. That is actually really bad. So, um, um, you know what else is really bad? Uh, beating six penguins to death with a stick. It so, is. Um, Joshua Lee Jeffrey. Josh Jeffries. He's convicted yes. and was sentenced. Right. Guess what he's sentenced for? Guess what he got? Okay. Before yeah, you what? do, why is it that when someone is convicted, we give them their yep. full name? Lee Harvey Oswald, all that kind of I stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Is that so we just don't mistake them for somebody else? Maybe. So what was his what's his tool's name again? Joshua Lee Jeffrey. Alright. He's twenty. Yes. Nice nice photo of him outside court smoking on a cigarette in his mouth. Not even holding on to the cigarette, just in the mouth, just smoking mm. everywhere. It's like he posed for the photo. Yeah. Um but uh so thirty one thousand dollars is a maximum fine. The you can receive in Tasmania. Yep. That I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. Not sure on that. Uh, this guy, he was sentenced. Yes. He got 49 hours community service. Okay, yep. And probably was longest, fined. Probably longest is going to work. Yep, and was fined $82.15. Fuck off. So, of course, people are up in arms thinking, why the hell does that defer or stop someone? From actually going and doing a heinous act, eighty two dollars. I mean, if I if I get a parking ticket and forget to pay it two weeks later, that'd probably be more than that. Well, I know <laughs> I've received a parking ticket just recently in Melbourne, and it was ninety dollars. Oh, there you go. So a and parking that, ticket in Melbourne is more for, for parking than, on the nature strip. <laughs> yeah, the bashing, defenceless, endangered little penguins to death for no reason other than being a complete asswipe. Does the article at all describe how they arrived at the figure of $82? Um, it actually doesn't. Because that's the thing that on, annoys on me. the $82.15. Like, well, you've got our GST. Oh, here we go. Sorry, I see I've, I've read down a bit further. Uh, that wasn't really a fine for the act. It was to pay court costs. So, he's, so that's even worse. So his only uh, punishment was 49 hours community service. Yep. And... And court costs. Yep. Which was the eighty two fifteen. It's <laughs> so he's walked away without a fine. But now does he now have a criminal record? He does have a criminal record. And it does right. say that apparently uh the the judge has brought into the fact that this guy does have uh, here we go. This um has it got it written about the fact that he does have a bit of he's a bit maybe mentally slow. Right. Um I always love it that when someone does something um, heinous like this. Yes. Suddenly their uh, their mental ability comes into the fray very quickly. Well, I yeah, I get you, but anyone who has their full capacity probably wouldn't make that choice. True, but you know, you look, look at a Martin Bryant. You know, if he was of his full capacity, fucking the, the way they've studied him says he has the mental capacity of a fucking twelve year old. Yeah, like, but look at it from the point of view. I mean, this guy apparently has showed no guilt at all. Doesn't mm. doesn't admit any guilt whatsoever. So doesn't care that he did it. Mm. That was just what it was. The thing that concerns me even more, the thing that really shits me, mm. is that now what's the next step for this person that's just allowed to go and do forty nine community hours of service? If he goes, if he goes, um, <laughs> what does he learn from that that stops him going and doing something else similar or something worse years down the track? Well, because the problem is when you rock up for your community service, all you need to do, and I've I've dealt with people who are on community service, 
um, <clears throat> and they rock up, once you get signed off that you have arrived, the amount that you need to work is completely up to you. So if you just oh, go- really? Well, you can, as as the person who was giving or allocating them tasks, um, they knew what the bare minimum was without me being able to say, look, if you're not going to work, then I'll just say that you didn't attend. But if they did the bare minimum, then there's not much you can say because it's very subjective. And unless, of course, you're part of corrections, which I was not, being a, a you know general citizen, me having to file a report back to the court saying, well, this person rocked up and they didn't work, or what did or did they not do, it's just too hard. So they get away yeah. with um, very Whatever. little effort, very little effort, unless, of course, they are someone who's made a genuine mistake um, and are remorseful and want to, you know, do the community service, do it to the best of their ability and just move on with their lives. Obviously, I don't think this guy's going to fall into this category. So. I don't think so either. Look, it's actually the thing that shits me <coughs> when it com- what it comes down to is I just despise people that will hurt another living creature just for the sake of hurting it. For sport. I've got no problem... It's not my thing, but no problem with people who hunt. As long as when they hunt, they use what they hunt Hmm. for food, for clothing, for whatever. That's fine. That's how it's always been since way before we were born, and that's how it'll be after we go. Sure. When you callously just kill someone or or someone, something, or maim something just for the sake of it, I don't care whether it's a little penguin, whether it's a dog, whether it's a person, it's just fucking evil. It just is. I fully agree. Yeah. Fully Jesus, agree. So this um, this podcast has been full of laughs. We, we went from I think last this. week have been. I think last week was absolutely freaking hilarious. Yeah, um, <laughs> and it's like we've just come down to earth with a bit more of a serious tone this week. Not as many chuckles. You know what? That's us. We're humans. We have a serious side. We we are people too. We are family. Or we're not. No, not really. No, <laughs> not, not by blood. But no. Brother from a different mother. Yeah. Um, while we're on, um, I'm, I'm, we're going to have to cut this off because seriously, I reckon we're getting close to going over an hour. <laughs> um, but while we're on a, a bit of a dead tone, yes, um, just going to put a big rest in peace to uh, one of my favourite shows. Uh, Comic Book Men got cancelled yes, this did. week. Yes, 96 episodes. Yeah, great, great show. If you haven't seen Comic Book Men, you're a little bit nerdy. Um, it's a Kevin Smith show about his comic book store, The Secret Stash. Um, it's but basically the re- a reality show, but it's just great. Do you know the actual story of how that became about? Yes, I do. Mm. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we, we've actually spoken about this before. I think it might actually, I think we spoke about it in one of the earlier episodes. Might yeah. even be on a missing tape. <laughs> Maybe, Never know. yeah. But um, for those not, if you want to, if you're interested in it, um, the latest episode of Smodcast um, from Kevin Smith that just got released uh, deals with the axing of the show and also gives you the origin story of the show. Yeah, um, I'm going to have a listen. That, I think it'll be a good listen, that one. It's a two-hour investment in your time, but you've got all the cast. You've got Brian, you've got Walt, you've got Ming, you've got uh, Mike, Mike Zapsik, um, yeah, and a, Kevin just, Smith. Yeah, they're a all great talking, crew. All great Talking blokes. about how this show, what this show has meant to their lives over the last seven years and how a dopey conversation that Kevin had with someone from AMC turned into... I mean, obviously, you've got um, Tell Em Steve Dave, the podcast, which is Walter Flanagan, Brian Johnson, 
and oh, what can I remember his name? Other Brian, Brian Quinn. Um, not yeah. one of the comic book men. <clears throat> not one of the comic mm. men, but he did make an appearance on a couple of episodes, I think. Anyway, so they had that conversation, and it's it's great to hear the origin story of it, and yeah, and it followed The Walking Dead in America, and that's so- a, the the cool thing. Like you have this Walking Dead, this I suppose um wonderful TV changing television show. Like The yep. Walking Dead was a, a brand a phenomenon thing come on board. Um, not as quite as popular now, but still got a big following. Uh, sure, but to suddenly follow it with a twenty minute show about comic books and nerdism. Mm. Um was actually a nice little juxtaposition. It was cool. Well, apparently, Kevin was saying very quickly is because it went Walking Dead, then they did Talking Dead straight after it. Yep. So, it was the people who talked about the show that they just watched. Yep. And people would come up and say to Kevin, who maybe hadn't seen him before, you're the guy off the ad during The Walking Dead. Because <laughs> he, <did the, laughs> he was doing the commercial for comic book men. Yep. And that's how people realised who he was. Because it picked up people from that who maybe not knew him by the movies or whatever. Yeah. Um, That's pretty funny. Anyway. So, rest in peace, comic book men. Thank you for yeah. the laughs. Thank you for the chuckles. Good show. If you haven't caught up with it or seen it, go back and start watching it from the start. Because it's not date sensitive. It doesn't matter when you watch it. It's still good fun. And you can watch any episode out of order. Um, yeah. It, it's easy to watch the earlier stuff because it helps build the characters. But, you know, watch the last season first. Do yourself yeah. a favour. It's good. I love it. And I can watch now, it again and again. It's still funny. <coughs> Namaste. Do we have a thoughtful Troy to maybe lift us for the end of the episode? Look, look we do. Unfortunately, we have no one coming to thoughtful Troy with life advice. Uh, that's disappointing. But I'm still I'm- hoping a bit of roadie out there is going to come forth and, and just want a little bit of help to get through and get a yes. bit of advice from from someone who maybe um, has a bit more wisdom than they do. So mm. thoughtful Troy is always ready to help out his uh, fellow man. Dealer. Dear Dolly Doctor, maybe yeah. I can ask the question, how do you deal with a mate who, who has old people's issues about driving and technology and fucking... Um, basically, um, <laughs> Thoughtful Troy wouldn't say this, but maybe other people would say, maybe you should just shut the fuck up and respect his fucking... He seems it shitty. Maybe that's something that's going to help you out there. Joseph Allen Mather. <laughs> Radies, if you haven't realised it yet, um, I don't actually like Joe very much. We act like we get along. It's a little bit like um, I'm a big X-Files fan and uh, Gillian Anderson and... I hope this smoking the, man's in this one. And, and the wonderful man who played Mulder um, David didn't really get along. Me, why don't you love me? Yeah, didn't always get along in the later episodes or series of the show uh, but you wouldn't know it by watching it and it's a bit like listening to this podcast you know like when we first started this um 34 episodes ago um look it was fun it was great and now we do it basically for you fans you roadies um we don't like each other's company it's never going to be that way again yeah so look yeah we do this for you certainly not for me I said I loved you, but I lied. <laughs> Why does everything always come back to Michael Bolton? <laughs> oh, how can it not? <laughs> All right, give us a bit of awful Troy. Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. Life can be a dick. Sometimes it's up, 
Sometimes it's down. But you know what? Remember, it won't be hard forever. Thank you and bless. Oh, my goodness. Before I die. Oh, I am Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the Southrow Boys. <laughs> we certainly are. You go, Joe. So, Joe Mather has just left me. What the fuck are you doing, Joe? Just discontinues the fucking Skype call. Then I look at uh, Skype and suddenly he's away. Mid-conversation. I finally get to talk about shit. And uh, and he's leave. This is actually quite rude. But this is the kind of stuff, roadies, that you don't see. Joe's actually a really mean, nasty guy. It's probably because he's a redhead, because they are the epitome of all evil. 